Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things uh, that I think are worth your time and checking out. Uh, Last episode, we did apps for iOS. This one, as promised, we will be doing apps that are either generalized, so they can be for iOS or Android, or they will be specifically for Android. So uh, I will do my best to state which one they are for, but to my knowledge, with the exception of two, uh, these can all be used on either platform. So let's go ahead and get started. So first, um, I want to start this one off with one that I did recommend last week, which I didn't know could be on Android too, and that's Carrot Weather. I'm fairly certain when Carrot Weather dropped, when it first came out, you couldn't get it on Android. I'm 90% confident, 95% confident. I'm fairly certain that uh, that was the case. However, after I was looking around yesterday, uh, after I posted the episode, uh, going through various apps and um, talking to some friends uh, about which apps they love specifically, not one of them knew that uh, Carrot Weather was on Android. Um, So I did some digging and yeah, it is. So uh, you Android folks, whatever Android app you're using, uh, stop for weather. Uh, whatever it is, it's probably trash. Uh, you're welcome. You can thank me later. Uh, so that's an easy one. That's uh, already done. Uh, so the next one, much like I did the other day, I want to start with uh, Reddit because, again, I use it constantly. Uh, it's a great way uh, to find stuff that you're really into and discover new pages, uh, well, technically subreddits, uh, or things that you're just really into, honestly. And for Android, I'm going to recommend Boost, B-O-O-S-T, for Reddit. Um, I've known about Boost for quite some time. And anytime someone in the Apollo subreddit says, hey, I'm switching over to Android, uh, what is a really good Reddit app that I should use? And Boost always comes up, either Boost or Slide. But for me, I think that Boost just looks cleaner, honestly. 100%. I think it just looks so much better than Slide. Um, It also has a little over 14,000 people in the subreddit, and the last update went out a couple weeks ago. So that's really great that it is constantly updated. Um, There are so many things in here that I, well, I wouldn't say so many things because we just had an update today for Apollo. So I can't say so many things that I wish were in Apollo that aren't. But one of the ones that I saw was if you go to a subreddit, you can see all of the like pictures with none of the posts. So that's really cool. Um, the example they have on their website is for the subreddit Earthporn, which is really cool. Um, and they just sorted by hot, and then it's just all the pictures. There's no there's no headlines or, or anything like that, and that's that's really cool. But as far as like how clean it looks, how simplistic it looks, I, I really like the layout. Um, I think there are too many icons at the bottom, in my opinion, because I'm really into like a clean looking layout. Um, but I'm fairly certain you can customize that within the settings. Uh, but that's going to be 
that's going to be the Reddit client uh, that I'm going to recommend for now. Now, moving on, um, again, I want to stay kind of similar-ish to how I did last week when it came to, um, you know, how I uh, ordered things in the recommendations for apps. It's just easier. And so for Twitter, um, now I'm, I'm sure a lot of you just use like the regular Twitter app or, you know, just use another free third-party client app for Twitter. This one is not that. Uh, and here's why. Um, this is a little side tangent, but what you'll notice in a lot of the recommendations that I had last time or um, ones moving forward or when I'm talking about apps and services and stuff like that, the ones that I like the most or the ones that stick around the longest, if they're not like a big conglomerate like Google uh, or Facebook, is that you either pay for them up front or you have a recurring subscription. Uh, and now for Android people, uh, or Android users rather, that are hesitant with this, and I think it's slowly coming around in the tech world that subscriptions are probably better, is because you're able to support those third-party developers. Like, you support them directly. Yes, the Play Store and yes, the App Store do take a cut, but this is how they're able to continue to make apps, and that's what makes them so good. Um, and that's why when you get used to an app and you really like it, it's going to stick around for that much longer. And you're like directly supporting like the app that you like, right? So apps that I recommended last time, say like Apollo, it's free to download. But if you want more features, more app icons, stuff like that, and you want to make sure that this is an app that you're going to have around for a while after you get used to it and get it set up to the way that you really want it you get a subscription, whether it's a dollar or there's like a little tip jar, which a lot of apps nowadays are, are having. Um, and you can just give money to, uh, to what you like. So with all of that said, um, for Twitter, I'm going to suggest Fenix 2, F-E-N-I-X. I think it looks probably the closest to Twitterific and going through it and yeah, no, it's not free. Um, you do have to pay for it up front. So you can go with the regular Twitter app. Don't get me wrong. They have gotten a lot better with the Twitter app. However, the biggest thing with that, I don't like the Twitter app. I hate it so much. And I could go on around, but that's like, that's, that's a whole other thing, right? Um, so I really like the look of Phoenix. I really, really do. And scrolling through dozens of articles talking about what's the best Twitter client for Android or what's the best overall Twitter client and blah, blah, blah. The number one I saw every single time was the Twitter app, the official Twitter app. It's like none of these people like even go so far as to like check other apps or reliably like test one another back and forth. None of them. It's just like, oh, yeah, the Twitter app. Yeah, I mean, if you like it, you should go check it out. No, no. This, the reason I'm Googling different Twitter apps is because I don't want the Twitter app. So uh, that's what I'm going to say. Fenix 2, um, again, I'm all about like the simple design. I come into this app so I can see what I want to see, and then I bounce. And then like two minutes later, I'm back. But that's not, that's not important. Okay, so that's it for, for those. Um, now I just want to jump real quick into 
what I'm going to call the quote Google apps. And these are the ones that anybody can use because duh, Google wants you to download the everything, but it's okay. So uh, the first one is Gmail. Um, if you have Android and you don't use Gmail, I don't really know what you're doing with your life or why you don't have a Gmail account. Don't get me wrong. Not all of your email accounts should be Google, but if you're using Hotmail, please, for the love of God, get a new email account. Hotmail's not going to be around forever. I promise. Um, but Gmail, for all the for all the downsides to Google and the Google apps and, you know, what I was... If you'll excuse the background noise, that would be my cat. Okay. Um, so, for all the, the trash that I give Gmail, overall, it's not a bad app. The notifications work when they're supposed to work. You can set up filters. Uh, it does a really good job of fetching email or pushing email, depending on which one you want. Um, it does have a dark mode, so that's great. Downside, again, similar to Spark, there's no app, there's no alt app icon. So it's just that bright red and white when you when you look into the app, and that's annoying, but it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, I mean, as far as like a default is concerned, Gmail's pretty good, and I don't think you can really go wrong with it. Um, the next G the <laughs> the next Google app is YouTube. Um, I watch a dumb amount of YouTube, and as of right now. Really, it's the only place you're going to go. Yes, there's like Vimeo or Streamable, but uh, really? No. YouTube is where you go. Um, now, again, much like with anything on the internet, YouTube is what you make it. I watch a lot of like educational content or um, recently the lockpicking lawyer has like gotten a lot of attention and somehow gotten to my feed. Thank you, algorithm. That's the one time I'll ever say that. Um, but that's a lot of fun. It's like simple, like simple little tutorials. And it's just ugh, it's so good. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, I really like YouTube and I think over the years, the mentality towards YouTube has changed to the point where like people are like, oh yeah, you can basically do whatever you want on YouTube. Um, and you can find whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you make it. So yeah. Another one is one that is going to probably get me a lot of flack from the Apple fanboys and uh, the listenership, but it's Google Maps. Google Maps is, it is so much better than Apple Maps in every facet of the word. Now, now I know someone's screaming at me right now. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I thought after last year's WWDC, I thought that Apple Maps had it together. And I thought that this was going to be the year that it would be solid and I could finally switch. No. The biggest downside to Apple Maps is that you can't download directions or sections of map for offline use. That is the biggest holdup for me in switching. Because when I'm driving and I need to go someplace and I know the signal is not going to be reliable, say like I'm you know, driving to go pick up my daughter, I have to go through the mountains. I don't get the greatest service or if any service there. So being able to download my directions and stuff going there is, is really nice. And I know the area that I'm going in and it's all downloaded and I'm fine. Apple Maps, the moment I lose service is just like, pfft. 
sorry, lol. And then I, I'm just, I, I have to switch back to Google Maps. But I will admit that Apple Maps has gotten better and better every single year. And it is, it's surprising how good they're getting. And of course, Apple is building their own uh, like map network. So they will eventually get to the point where they too become better than Google Maps, I think, at least for iPhones. Um, I don't know about overall, but for my usage, the moment I can download maps offline and keep that dark mode, I'm good. I don't need anything else. All right, here we go. So the other day I talked about it, and I'm going to talk about it again, podcasts. This is a podcast. So if I wasn't recommending a podcast app, it would make no sense. Pocket Casts is the one that I think Android users should use. Not Google Podcasts, because why? Google's not going to update it as frequently as they should. They're not going to push out all the features that they should because it's Google. You want a solid third-party developer that pushes updates quickly, has a nice framework to work with, and that you know for a fact occasionally works with other podcast developers. Um, and the developer of pod Pocket Casts works occasionally if there's like a bug with one of them will reach out to the developer of Overcast. It's really cool to know that there's not like this hostility between the two. It's just like, hey, look, I'm, I'm trying to do this feature. I know you have it. You know, what? how did you like solve the problem? Like they don't share code, but they work the problem together. And that alone is so cool. Um, I'll try and find the uh, timestamp for when Marco, uh, Marco Arment, developer of Overcast, talks about this um and i'll try and time uh, I'll, I'll link it below if not i'll just find the episode and i'll throw it in but uh he does talk about how he was going back and forth looking at pocket Cast, it looks so good um it has the same features that overcast does it has the voice boost um it has the it cuts out silences so you don't have that dead air space it has the increased speed playback from 0.5 to three times speed that's awesome it has the playlist features it has the search functions it has all of the things that you expect from a really solid podcast app and it looks really good uh i like the app i, I like i like it. again simplicity and functionality is fantastic so pocket cast woo the one drawback, and uh, I don't think I'll ever be able to get this out of my head, there is another one, uh, I won't recommend it, but there is one feature that I think is really cool um, from another podcast app, and that is CastBox. Um, they have a feature where you can comment on podcast episodes or podcasts in general, and uh, you can basically create a thread talking to the podcasters or to other people that are podcasting. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, the only reason that I'm not saying this is because podcasts or podcasters should have their social medias linked below, or they should have a Reddit, like have a subreddit and just post your episodes there. And then that way you have that functionality right there. And it's even better because then you can have the users post pictures or videos or, or whatever when it's related to your podcast. It just makes it that much more, uh, you know, fun. Okay, the next one, 
I'm going to kind of group both of these together only because from me looking in, this was one of those ones I had to reach out um, and kind of evaluate them on my own and think back on what I had prior. The next two are like messaging apps. So the downside to Android, right, is the lack of iMessage. You know, uh, it doesn't matter who you talk to. iMessage is like the one functionality that iOS has over Android, and it is awesome. You can send texts via Wi-Fi. You can send them from uh, using cell service. You can send them through any of the integrated devices that you have, whether it's a tablet or a, a laptop or a computer. You can send them, and like they will sync across all your devices. Yes, Google kind of has that, but there's it, not a desktop. So that's that's its own problem. So how they work around this is you download a third-party app and you go from there, right? So there's two. In my opinion, one of them is better than the other simply because it's not owned by Facebook. Um, and I think that's Discord. And I'm choosing that as the like third-party messaging app that you should use simply because I like Discord much more. Um, a Discord uh, looks cleaner. I like the... Um, like the dark mode that it has. It's fantastic. I don't like WhatsApp mostly because it's owned by Facebook. I'm not a huge fan. Um, WhatsApp seems kind of clunky when it comes um, to like messaging and searching for things uh, like contacts or uh, threads that you're looking for to message somebody or you're searching for like a specific topic. Uh, I think Discord just looks so much better. Um, of course, it also has like a premium version to it, but that's, I'm not counting premium versions in this. I think that the default alone, Discord's better. It's, oh man, so much, <laughs> my favorite word, so much customizability within Discord as opposed to, um, you know, WhatsApp. Again, WhatsApp is similar to a Google app in that the updates don't come super frequently because it's owned by Facebook, uh, the functionality and creating new things doesn't really, is not pushed out uh, as frequently as they should be, or it's not as innovative as it should be. Whereas Discord, on the other hand, is. And even though I don't use Discord frequently, I do still have it because there are some people that I do need to contact and I would do anything uh, than have to see a green bubble. Uh, last on the list, and I didn't touch on this um, last time um, because it kind of gets into the weeds a little bit, and I don't want this to be that. But I think uh, as far as like music is concerned, Spotify crushes it uh, when it comes to music. Um, it's no wonder that they pummeled Pandora into the dirt. Um, Pandora's trash. Um I thought about that. I thought I thought Pandora was trash when I had an Android phone and switched to Spotify, um, because Pandora is just ugh, just the skip functionality and having to wait for more skips is just like no, 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 no. I want Spotify. Spotify is great, and it's also one of the leading podcast apps. Which don't get me started, but uh, that's if you are using Spotify to listen to podcasts, please please download a podcast app. You can thank me later. I 
promise you will get a better experience than using a music app to listen to podcasts. Um, but I think overall, Spotify is better. Its discovery feature alone drives people on iOS to choose Spotify over Apple Music. And you won't hear from me. Like, if you choose Spotify, that's fine. I have Apple Music, but that's its own separate talk. Um, but f if you have Android, dude, Spotify is fantastic. Um, I love that you can search for other people's playlists. Um, I love that uh, you can add friends and you can basically talk about different artists and stuff like that. It is it is really cool um, how Spotify has done things uh, over the years to innovate and to bring in more stuff. And recently they bought, uh, I believe they bought Anchor, which is one of the free um, podcasting host sites. Anchor also has its own app where you can um, post your... Uh, your podcast, go back through it, um, and then upload it straight from the app, which is really cool and practical, but cool. But now Spotify owns them because Spotify is really getting in into podcasts. They have ex they're looking into exclusive podcasts. So if you're on Android, dude, like Spotify is fantastic. Google Play, on the other hand, is not fantastic. It doesn't matter if you get Google Play free with YouTube Premium. You're never going to use Google Play because it's terrible. It looks bad. It again, it's just clunky. It, it doesn't. It's not smooth. Saving, uh, saving stuff. It's just like, uh, mm -mm. no, no, no. Just get Spotify and be okay with it. Um, there are, you can get on a Spotify beta. Uh, you don't even have to get like a, yeah, you don't even have to get like a, a membership if you don't want to. Uh, but you can also get like student student memberships. There are like so many different uh, discounts and memberships that you can get that are, that are just great. Um, a lot of cell um, cell carriers have Spotify like free for a year, or, like Spotify Premium free for a year, or or something like that. And I think that's really cool, especially if you're a student. Student discount is what I use. But um, again, I have Apple Music, but they have the same thing. They have a student discount, and it's wonderful. Honestly, I think that's gonna do it uh, this week little rushed, I think, but uh, I had a lot that I wanted to get in, in like a condensed uh, amount of time. Uh, again, as with all of them, uh, all the links will be in the description. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to let me know. And that's going to do it. I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.